Welcome, friends. Welcome to Awaken, part two. Chaplain Alex Pinilla here. Bread cravings. I mean, I'm remembering today Jesus uh, calls himself the bread of life. And I remember him growing up in Venezuela, back in the old country, there was this bakery that sometime towards the evening they would bake bread and there was this French bread that my mom will, will just want some of that for us to, to make with hot chocolate. And it was just the perfect and the smell of it. And as I remember even being a block or two blocks away from this place, you could smell it and, 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 and it was warm. And as soon as you bought it, it just you couldn't you couldn't just take it home. You had to bite into it. It was this just a, just a great tasting French bread and the warmth of it. It was so delicious. So so satisfying. I mean, it's an inner. I don't know. It's like everything was okay. Everything was alright when we, you were buying, you're biting into uh, that French bread on that day. Well, my friends, I think Jesus is alluding to this deep sense of satisfaction that bread, which by the way is, is a basic uh, need that we have. You know, to be sustained. Uh, it represents. Uh, the, the, the sustainment of life, you know, that what we need, the basic needs that we have to be able to, to thrive and to be fed and to, and to thrive and to grow in life and to just be well fed. Um, Jesus calls himself the bread of life. And in, in, it's in John chapter 6, 35, he says, he replied, I am the bread of, bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Um, you know, this is the context of just a few verses before in chapter 6. Jesus had just fed multitudes and, 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 and Jesus uh, had performed this great miracle where over 5,000 people, only the man, so it was the other gospel writers talk about even being greater numbers. 5,000 men is calculated and people calculate it as about maybe anywhere between uh, it could be ten to 12,000 people that he fed on that day with only uh, five small barley lo loaves and, and two small fish. That's all he had. And he, he fed the multitudes. And right after he feeds so many people with this little bit of food, he just prayed and things came multiplying. So the people reacted to him and said, after the people saw the sign in chapter, four, uh, chapter 6, verse 14, after the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. And Jesus, uh, and they, they're ready to make him king. And Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. And, and I mean, look what's happening here. People are ready. They, they, this is the, one of the final acts. And they ready because Jesus performed uh, one of the greatest miracles to them was for them to be provided for food, for, you know, bread and, 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 and fishes. And, and so they said, this guy, this guy could really supply our physical needs. This is the man. This is the man that we've been waiting for. Um, 
And so they wanted to make him king right away. They, 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 they said, yeah, this is the guy. Now, this is people who are following him, not just only new people that are new followers of Christ, but some of them have been following for for over two or three years too. They knew about him. He's, he's, his fame had grown, and so people were just following him for days and for months and for years, some of them. And they're ready to make him king, but Jesus wants no part of it. Because he's, he's thinking and he's processing this. And he said, These people are not getting it yet. I'm not, yes, yes, I could provide that. Yes, it's God's prerogative to perform this miracle. But they missed the whole point. They think that what Jesus wants the most is to provide for the physical needs. And he will start there. But he was hoping for a deeper uh, longing, for a deeper craving of their souls, that they were looking for more than just the gift of bread and the material things that he was offering to them. But they needed, at some point, he was hoping that followers of Christ will go deeper and wanted to satisfy even the deepest longings of the hearts of the souls. And so Jesus disappeared. He goes, he, he disappears for some time. They look for him. And in this instance, you know, this is when Jesus walked on water through the lake when the disciples go ahead. And they find him later in chapter uh, 26. And Jesus tells them this. He recognizes and he rebukes them. He says, they're searching for him. They find him on the other side of the lake. And then Jesus answered, very, very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you are the, you, you ate the loaves and had you feel. Jesus knew the reason. And, and listen, how many of us have experienced Jesus in this manner? How many of us, our lives have have gone better with Jesus Christ in our lives. And we've got the blessing and the material blessings that come with following Jesus. By the way, people who follow Jesus Christ and become Christians, they even, uh, the statistics show that they uh, perform better in, in the work and, they, in, in, and in the goals in life and they achieve more and they even uh, go up in social status, you know, through education and all means and other means. You know, there's a blessing that comes, a material blessing that comes in following Jesus, with following Christ. But at some point, Jesus is hoping that we go from that initial need that brought us to him to go to a deeper longing who is really, he's, he's seeking to satisfy our deepest soul cravings. What we need from him as a human being is, some, is to fill this God void, uh, God-shaped void that we have in our hearts and souls that only Christ could satisfy. And so Jesus rebukes him and said, you need to, to work for food that do not spoil. Do not work for the stuff that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life. And so they ask him, well, what tells what to do? And Jesus says, well, you must, uh, you must believe in the one that God has sent. There's got to be a deeper connection. He's asking them to take that plunge, to take that step where we go from just wanting the gift of Jesus, the gifts that he offered, the blessings that comes from following Jesus, to a deeper need, to a deeper connection of wanting more of God in our lives. And so they said, guess what they say? They say, oh yeah, uh, you fed us for one time, basically they say in the next few verses. But Moses fed us for 40 years and he gave us manna, manna, which by the way means 
what is this? They didn't know what he was. And I believe Jesus is clarifying to them what manna represented, which was all a symbol of Jesus Christ. Anything in the Old Testament was symbolizing Christ. And so he tells them, it wasn't Moses that gave you bread. It was, it was my father, he said. It was my father who gives you the true bread of heaven. And then he begins to talk about, he says, I am the bread of life. I have come down that you may know God in a deeper way, even beyond just the physical needs. Jesus is trying to tell them and move them into deeper realms of existence where they needed to be awakened to this fact that God is what they needed the most. The number one need in our lives is to have this connection with the divine. And some of us, you know, if you listen to me, you've experienced this. You, you, you have this void in your heart, this void in your soul. And it's not going to be satisfied only by a deeper connection with Jesus Christ. And even you that might be following Jesus Christ for a while, and I've found myself there. Sometimes we get out of focus and we, get, and we forget that we need to reconnect and really have Jesus satisfy the deepest needs that we have. And we allow all the things, all the people to satisfy that void. When is Jesus what we want? When is Jesus what we need? The true bread of life. And so... Jesus says, everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him, um, this person will have eternal life. And everyone, He says, that believe will have eternal life. And Jesus calls him for a deeper relationship with Him. And so He says, finally He says, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. Yeah, they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which any man, anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And this bread is my flesh, which I'll give you the gift for the life of the world. Now, Jesus asked them to make, to draw a line in the sand. And to and to go deeper with him, and he was he was looking for that kind of connection with that kind of relationship with him, but they weren't ready. And so I ask you, I don't know what you've been looking for, my friend. What you've been looking for, Jesus? Or you've been satisfied with just him fulfilling your physical needs and guiding you and giving you a better vision for your life, a better uh, you know a better social status, and you have improved your life and you have grown. But Jesus wants to be the number one. He wants to satisfy that deeper longing that you have where He takes precedent and He takes the center of your life, of your soul, and becomes all. He satisfies all that you need. And listen, it's not until we make that plunge, it's not until we make that decision to go deeper and to allow Jesus to be deep, satisf- deep, you know, deep satisfying in our lives. Yeah, just like that. French bread that I that I share with you about it was so fulfilling well Jesus is talking about the bread of life that means more that is deeper that is more satisfying and he says that we'll never go hungry again and so yeah I ate that bread but I could eat it every day and I will have to go back and eat it Jesus is talking about uh, us being connected to Him and seeking that relationship with Him and allowing to be at the center of life in such a way that we'll never be hungry again. That He'll satisfy 
our deepest longings for bread and for sustainment and for purpose and meaning in our lives. Well, my friends, may the bread of heaven, may the living bread of heaven be yours today. May you eat his flesh, may you drink his blood. May you allow him to go deeper in your soul. That's my prayer for you, for me, and for everyone we love. Peace to you, my friends. God bless you. May he give you peace and strength. Peace to you. Blessings.